Hello and welcome to the Mindful Luna podcast. My name is Gabby Luna and I'm here to share with you my mindfulness journey, what I do throughout the day to stay mindful, my lessons, and what I've learned to teach other people as well. I hope that this helps you and reaches you at the most highest level possible. And now I'd like to share a journal entry with you. This is journal entry number one. Crippling anxiety prevents me from getting out of the couch. I fell asleep while my boyfriend recorded a song. I was meditating, but my physical pain exhausted me. So I fell to the side and fell asleep. As I was waking up, Slowly, my mind started to go wild. Little by little, layer by layer, as he was making a song, my anxiety also created a story, a web I could not get out of. I got cold. I had to get up to go to the restroom, but I couldn't move. There were so many thoughts, things I want to do, But just because it's the first day of the year doesn't mean I suddenly become all I want. I must put in work. And I mean the kind of work that helps me know myself better. Sometimes that just means sitting with my pain. Or loss. Or grief. Sadness. Joy. Or even happiness. I want to be present through it all. But how? How can I do that? All my life, I have struggled with loneliness, anxiety, chronic pain caused by emotional blockages. But I never allow those things to define me. I choose 2021 to be my year of harmony. Harmony within the mind, body, and soul. All aspects of life dancing together in beautiful harmony. Step by step, being mindful And by listening to my heart and honoring my desire, my deepest desires. By being present each moment, if life throws pain at me, I will willingly sit with it. Here are some of the things I've done throughout the years. To give you an idea of kind of what the podcast is going to be about. Not hiding anything that comes up but also not shying away from it. Being brave and taking steps to better oneself, myself. That's all I can really do. I can sit here and give you tips and tips and tips, but really what helps the most is for you to hear somebody else's journey. And this is my journey. I am documenting my journey for me. And maybe it'll inspire someone else. I like to journal. And this has helped me out a lot. Journaling has helped me get to know myself better by figuring out what I like and what I don't like and why I feel the way I feel. Journaling helps me have knowledge of myself so I know what I really like, so I know that I'm doing something I want to be doing. And I do it with the right intention. I honor my deepest beliefs and my deepest desires because of journaling. Journaling has helped me so much. So I wish to bring that in 
this podcast. Number two, yoga. My yoga practice has taught me I can heal myself. And this year is really special because this will be the year where I have been practicing yoga for 20 years. I started when I was 16 and I turned 36 this year. So I have been practicing yoga for a long time now. And I'm not going to tell you I am a yogi or or maybe I am, who knows, whatever. But I am here to tell you, I'm not trying to position myself as a yogi. I'm just trying to tell you that yoga has helped me a lot. And it's helped me heal my back pain. It's helped me heal so many things and it still does. Yoga has not only been a practice that I've done, but I also have taken trainings and I also have taught yoga in the past at this time because of the pandemic and everything I haven't taught all that much but I do plan on doing that more through a virtual space maybe Instagram or YouTube the best way that fits me and I'm excited to share my practice with you and with anyone who's willing to be a part of it or want to try it my third thing that I do that I love is aerial yoga this is also something I teach, but obviously have not taught a lot this year or last year. I did teach for a few months, but it didn't feel aligned to my, to what I wanted to do, which was the time for me so I can do this podcast. So I had to let it go. But I do have a hammock at home and I plan on also sharing videos. My aerial yoga practice has taught me to trust myself. When I first started doing this, I was going through a breakup. And I felt really lonely and my hammock was there for me to hug me and to catch me when I fell or when I almost fell because the hammock usually is there and you can hold on to it if you're doing some crazy flip or something. And it helped me gain strength, balance and self-love. And most importantly, as I usually say at the end of my classes, it allowed me to be awkward. I heard this first in a podcast called The Simply Luxurious Life by Shannon Abels. She was reading a book or she was talking about a book where the author really encouraged people to be awkward. And so she said something along the lines of allow yourself to be awkward. And it just fits perfectly with Ariel and doing yoga in a hammock. And now I don't particularly use my hammock to do any crazy flips or to impress anyone and I am not against someone who does that if you are amazing and you can do all those awesome flips that's great my main use of my hammocks of my hammock is for self-improvement self-healing and relaxation just to enjoy and also to gain strength but mainly I use it for relaxation and to stretch out the body and move with it that that's my favorite thing to do with the hammock the fourth thing is meditation meditation helps me train my mind to be more mindful to be present and patient to be soft every moment and to accept what is meditation does this by training the mind and focusing on one thing at a time i know that in life we're so expected to multitask it's almost like something that we put on a resume it is it is something we put on a resume as a quality but it really isn't because when it comes to you 
and you choose to multitask, it can really cause a lot of anxiety in the body. And then when you're really trying to relax, you can't really relax because you need to be doing three things at a time. How about the TV's on and I'm either reading, journaling, watching, um, scrolling through Facebook, doing 50 things at the same time. If it sounds familiar, meditation can help. Number five, house plants. Keeping house plants has helped me by teaching me to let go of the attachment of what the plant looked like when I first got it. I used to really judge myself. Um, I think it came from like a friend giving me plants and maybe mentioning that I always killed plants. And so I started thinking, oh my God, I'm a horrible woman. I cannot nurture anything. And if a plant had a, like a brown leaf or something, I would just start railing on my own self, just saying, oh my God, you cannot even keep a plant alive. This is just easy for everyone except you. It was just hard on me. But in this last year, then I spent so much time with my plants, I would see. I got a plant that my sister gave me. It was a beautiful succulent. And it had three different succulents. After she gave gave them to me, I waited a few weeks and then I separated them each on their pot. So they had their own little pot in their own little life. And they're beautiful. You'll see maybe one of them is posted on my Instagram. But it was this beautiful, I believe I believe it was an Echeveria. And I might be saying that wrong. If you hear an accent, I am Mexican. So um, that's the accent. I, I don't even know what it is anymore. But but that's that's who I am. Anyway, the plant is called an Echeveria. And it was a beautiful, huge flower that was perfectly symmetrical. And then I would worry all the time that a leaf would fall off and it wouldn't be symmetrical anymore. And then one day, like five leaves fell off because they were just done. And the plant right now is obviously not symmetrical anymore. In my time taking care of these plants, I go look at them daily and spend time with them. I have learned to let go of that attachment of perfection just by simply looking at the plants and knowing that they will completely change who they are in the matter of months. You know, like if I stop them from changing, they will not grow. And I want them to grow. Why not? Like I want to grow. So why should I be trying or hoping that I wouldn't change and grow? Keeping houseplants have, has really helped me with that to allow change to accept and not only accept it, but welcome change because plants are change, are constantly, they're living creatures, they're constantly changing. And when you buy a plant, by the end of the year, you'll have a completely different plant, but it's still the plant. It's still there. It's still alive. Number six, social media, Instagram, or even this, the podcast, all of it, any technical thing. This is teaching me to share without expectations, to share without fear. I think that this last year, even though it was hard, uh, I don't think I have to say, but it was hard for everyone in many ways. It, it also brought many blessings in the form of slowing down for me. So I was able to slow down and really, really, really work on myself to the point that I'm able to sit here without judging myself and record a podcast to share my findings with you and to continue to share my findings because I suspect that I will continue to find more things that 
I find interesting, interesting through this mindfulness journey of mine. So I'm happy to be here and sharing it with you. Social media and all of, all of the social platforms have helped me learn to share without expecting, to share without fear of being judged by people I know, to share and give tips without expecting or hoping anyone will take anything away from what I posted. That is definitely something that has helped me a lot. Number seven is books. I like to keep the inspiration and learning flowing. And I always listen to spiritual books and any kind of book that helps me find the higher self or any spirituality, any ancient practice like yoga, Taoism, Buddhism, Lao Tzu, any of those. I Some of these, I don't even say them confidently enough. I think you can hear in my voice, the only one I say confidently is yoga because I know mostly about that one and that's the one I follow the most. But I also listen to authors such as Ram Dass. I love him. I listen to his podcast all the time just on the background. Eckhart Tolle. I love to always have a, a like a flow of inspiration with a book or listening to something that could be a podcast or a book or even a movie, anything like that, that flows, that keeps the inspiration flowing, such as, like I said, books, documentaries, podcasts, any lesson, anything I can even, a training that I can take, anything like that will definitely help me. I find it very helpful to always have one that I'm always reading because it, it gives me, it reminds me, it, it keeps me mindful. And maybe I am at a path where I still need to be reminded, but that's where I'm at and I'm happy with that. So books are another one. And then my last one is my most favorite thing. And it's one that we're going to actually practice today and we'll get into that in just a moment. But the last one is called Yoga Nidra. And that is a sleep-based meditation. When I first took my yoga trainings back in 2014, I learned a little bit about yoga nidra. And I was able to teach my fellow yoga teacher trainers. <laughs> I remember my teacher telling me that I was really good at that. From then on, I never really used it. I have always tried my best to guide meditations, but without any direction or knowing what I was doing. I just, it naturally came to me. However... This last year, 2020, I think in 2019, I purchased my training for Yoga Nidra. They were going to come here to where I live, which I live in Utah. I took a training. Uh, I was said to take a training with the Amrit Yoga Institute with Kamini Desai, who is the successor of Amrit Desai, who is the successor of Kripalo. And that is just a lineage that they have. So I studied under Kamini and she was going to be coming here. And I was going to do a personal immersion of Yoga Nidra so I could understand it and feel the beauty of it. And then the professional training. That ended up being moved. It was supposed to be in June of 2020. It ended up being moved to online. And I did it in March of 2020. And then right after my immersion, I went right into my professional training. And, and then after that, I was able to actually start teaching a few months with people um, in small little classes, right? In the summertime when things had slowed down before the cold started. I can't even 
put it into words to explain to you how much yoga nidra has changed my life, has changed how I react to things, how I even think about things, how I talk to myself, how I handle stress, joy, everything. It's just, it's helped me so much. I think it's one of the main reasons that I am doing this podcast so I can share yoga nidra. Um, in October, I actually took another training and that is the advanced yoga nidra training. So right now I have an advanced um, certificate. I'm looking into taking the children's yoga nidra training later on. And I'm just sharing this with you mainly so you know, like those are things you can do too if you want to. If if it didn't occur to you, I'm here to tell you that you can do this too or whatever it is that you like to teach or what you would like to learn. But also to share my journey with you. I'm not doing it in the spirit of showing off, but I'm doing it in the spirit of sharing so others can find this too. And yoga nidra is basically a sleep-based meditation. And you usually do it anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes a day. You can do it laying down and you just listen, try your best not to fall asleep. That helps rest the body deeply and rest the mind too. We'll get into it a little more throughout the episodes. I don't have to give you all the information up front. Just know that at the end of this episode and most of the episodes, there will be a meditation. So hopefully you can have time or you can just pause it. And whenever you, if you're not home, whenever you get home, you can just lie down and do your meditation. But the reason that I do all of this is because I have learned that it is through self love and dedication that I am able to find the harmony I am seeking in my life. This podcast is about that. My journey, my learnings, and I hope you enjoy what I have to share with you. And because this is early January 2021, I have a few journaling questions for you before we go into our yoga nidra session. So Take the next few moments and find something to write with and then come right back. First journal prompt. We're going to do three questions today. Your first journal prompt is, what is important for you? Pause and answer this question and then come back for the next one. Question number two, what do you value? Pause and answer this question. Question number three. What do you want to achieve in 2021? Pause and answer this question. All right, so hopefully you have answered all these questions. Feel free to also go back to them after we do the meditation. But before we get started, let me just go over a couple of things you need to know to prepare for a yoga nidra. Know that in yoga nidra, you will experience the peace every human is always seeking. And when you find the peace you are always seeking, practicing yoga nidra and practicing self-love and mindfulness becomes easier. Yoga nidra has taught me how to become my own refuge so that when life gets difficult and I don't know how to handle it, I take refuge in my own self by going within and clearing my mind. We practice yoga nidra laying down. Make sure you have a pillow for your neck 
and for the back of the knees if you have any back pain. If you usually get cold, it is a good idea to have a blanket nearby or to just cover yourself before we get started with the meditation. I also recommend covering the eyes. Take the next few moments to get ready. Become as comfortable as possible so that you are able to go deeply within and rest deeply. So we're going to begin with our yoga nidra and begin to think of an intention of whatever you would like this particular session to help you with today. Allow your eyes to close and quiet your mind. Be still and let go of all thoughts, worry, and tension. Give yourself fully to a higher power. Relax, trust, and let go. Breathe in fully and exhale with a deep sigh. And again, breathe in fully. Exhale with a deep sigh. And let go even more. Feel a deep sense of love in your heart. Bring your intention into your awareness in the form of words, images, or a felt sense. If you still are unclear about your intention, just see what appears in your field of awareness. And repeat your intention silently three times. Bring your attention to your face. With your exhalation, allow all expressions to drop from your face. Releasing the tiny muscles around the eyes. Allowing the eyeballs to rest back in their sockets. Soften the jaw. The scalp is resting on the skull. Simply be available 
to the entire range of sensations in the face and the head. Now drop into a sense of your whole bodily presence. Embrace this present moment's experience. Let go of what is going on. Let come that which is coming. This becomes your connection to source. As we enter the next phase of Yoga Nidra, remain as motionless as possible. Resolve to remain awake, staying in touch with the sound of my voice. Allow your entire body to respond to my words directly and non-mentally. Allow any disturbances, external or internal, to draw you more deeply within. In Yoga Nidra, you enter the subconscious pranic field, the energy field of the body. Now shift from thinking and doing to feeling and being. To absolutely nothing from now on. Follow my guidance as we begin the mantra breath. Breathing in fully, let the belly rise on the inhalation. As you exhale, let the belly fall as you complete the outgoing breath. Continue with a long, slow, steady breath. Emptying the lungs completely. On the next breath, silently breathe in the word peace to yourself three times until the lungs are full. On your next exhale, silently repeat the word peace until the exhalation is complete. Breathing in 
peace, peace, peace. Breathing out, peace, peace, peace. Continue to breathe like this until I ask you to stop. Breathe easily and naturally as you repeat. Deeply engaged and completely absorbed. Feel every cell of your body deeply hearing and receiving this word. Now breathe normally. Notice how the energy of this word is transmuted into sensation in the body. Let go into that. Feel the stillness expanding everywhere. Freed from restrictions of the mind, divine energy awakens. From this moment on, allow yourself to shift from effort to grace. This is the nourishment of divine energy. Let the spirit force work with you. Providing you with complete divine protection and guidance. All powers beginning to manifest in your life. Giving you a whole new level of vitality, strength, and courage. A new sense of freedom, fulfillment, and joy filling your heart. Bathe in a complete sense of relief now. You have arrived. Lifetimes of karma dropping away at this moment. You are burden free. Feeling completely at peace with yourself and the world that surrounds you. Feeling very safe in this protection. Your body is luminous, radiant, emanating light 
from every pore of your skin. Manifesting through your eyes. Know that you can return here again and again. The channel is now open. Feel your whole body and every cell vibrating at a whole new frequency. Different from anything you have ever known before. The energy field begins to extend beyond your body and spreads everywhere. This is a new dimension. The dimension of being, not doing. Because when you arrive, there is nothing to be done. Allow yourself to enter into the deepest level of relaxation right now. Let go. Nothing to do or achieve. Open. empty of all doing, all past, all future. In this space, your intentions and your affirmations are actualized and fulfilled with effortless ease. Bring your intention back to your awareness one more time and repeat it silently to yourself three times.
allow this intention to go to the deepest level of recognition with no hesitation. Know that your higher self recognizes, honors, and accepts your intention. Have faith and trust that it has been heard and it is being acted upon by a higher power of the source within you. There is no need for you to do anything about it. Bring your attention to the center between your eyebrows. Feel the energies of your body from all meridians activated and purified. All channels are open and the life force is flowing freely. Allow yourself to receive the following affirmations energetically. I am free and clear of all that has happened in the past. I am light, unburdened, and free. I forgive all of those who have appeared to offend me, hurt me, or taken advantage of me. I am surrounded by the protection of a higher power. At this time, feel the presence of any guides, mentors, teachers, or family members you feel connected to. You may sense this universal force of energy surrounding you and guiding you. Know that it always surrounds you. And you can draw on this presence at any time. If there's any guidance to be received at this time, either as a felt sense, words, or images. Allow yourself to receive it now. Begin to become aware of the rising and falling of your breath. 
and slowly feel yourself beginning to rise to the surface of awareness. Sense the body resting on the floor and the quality of the air as it touches your skin. Gradually begin to wiggle your toes and your fingers. Bringing your attention into your awareness one last time. Repeat that intention silently one more time. Every time you find yourself in reaction, you are empowered to replace it with your intention. Slowly begin to move and to sit up with your eyes closed if that feels good. Continue to stay deep into this inner experience. Regardless of what you consciously recognize that has or has not changed, know that something deep within you has shifted to connect you with your intention. Become aware of your body. Bring a deep sense of peace and contentment with you as you bring your attention back to your body. Noticing how relaxed the body is, how soft the breath is, how silent the mind is, how quiet the heartbeat is. Be still and be grateful. When you are ready, you can gradually begin to open your eyes.